Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey guys, and welcome to the Karen Kitty Show. I'm so excited to be here, but here's the other thing I am. Wicked hot, because it is like, and hot as Hades up here in my office. And uh, I think this used to be when this house was first built. If you're watching this, you can see it's like a post and beam shebang. Uh, I think this used to be like a attic space and there's no AC up here and I'm not a huge fan of AC, but it is friggin' hot. So I'm gonna do my best to wrap this sucker up quickly. <laughs> I didn't want the fan blowing in the background for you guys. So uh, here we go. Here's what's shaking. This is what we're gonna talk about today. Now, uh, so here's the title of today, The Nest, The Nest, and it's going to make sense in a second, so stay with me. So if you've been listening to my episodes, if you listen, if like you're a, a listener <laughs> and you listen to the last few episodes, I did the one on peacocks, and then last week um, I did the one on, um, let's see, what was it? Oh yeah, if you're, if you're, if your self-help, uh, self-help doesn't end with yourself. <laughs> and they all had these themes and I talked a little bit about the nest, but I'm going to dive into that today and what that's all about. And yes, I'm just wicked transparent. You guys know me and I'm up front. The nest is a membership that I've created and that I'm creating. And, but that, that even if you're not interested in, you know, joining the nest, I want you to listen to this because it's going to be some value um, in what I'm talking about. Okay. But I am going to tell you a little bit about that at the end. So my sweetie and I were talking about this. And so if you follow me at all on social media uh, last year, I think it was last year, we had a whole debacle with this nest that was growing, <laughs> this beautiful nest. So there's this uh, mama bird, this robin, who built a beautiful nest on our porch. And the first one, for whatever reason, she abandoned. It didn't work. And then she started building a second one. And if you've never seen a nest built like piece by piece by a bird, it is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Mama birds do not joke around. I don't, I, there's some sort of wizardry that's happening there, how they create this strong and beautiful little vessel for the safety of their young, for the nurturing and nourishing of their young. Like it, there's something so incredible of it. And nests to me have always felt like, even just the word, the nest right? A, a place to nestle, a place to like snuggle, like a safe, super duper cozy spot, right? So when I started thinking about, okay, um, first of all, love peacocks, love birds. Like I said, if you know, you, you, you read that whole thing. And I was just loving the idea of how birds create a safe little place to raise their young. And so my sweetie and I were talking about this this morning. And we were talking about how 
you know, so often when people talk to me about like who I work with, like with my mentoring clients, my spiritual mentoring clients, and they'll say like, who do you work with? Do you work with kids? And I say, well, technically no. I mean, I work with adults. However, <laughs> what I'm really dealing with is wounded children in big adult bodies. And so my sweetie and I were talking this morning about how so much of the damage that gets done, so much of people's issues in their adult life, uh, so much of people's trauma and their belief in their stories and their limitations and their wounds and all that shit, it all comes from, so much of it often comes from, I shouldn't say all, so much of it often comes from the childhood nest and what was going on, right? In that household, in that nest when you were a kid. And if you didn't have caretakers who were loving, who encouraged you, um, who didn't have all kinds of like fucked up rules around your worth and that your value, and if you had to be a people pleaser and a performer, and if you had to be a perfectionist, and if you had to Cirque du Soleil yourself into some version of what other people would like so that they would love you or not beat you or not rape you or harm you or so they would feed you or so they would love you. Like there's so many aspects of what happens in a person's formative years right and i think about like well if we didn't you know sometimes if we didn't get enough of what we needed if we didn't get enough nurturing and nourishment in our own nests then we end up having these limitations or these beliefs or these stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves and our brothers and sisters in the world around us and so those formative years your earliest caretakers right and when i've watched like birds like build their nests and i see the like the dad kind of sits up in the trees and he like protects the nest but the mom goes out she's the one who sits on the eggs and she's the one who goes out and feeds and like they do all this rigmarole and it's like hey you know not everybody's childhood nest had moms that fed them had um you know some people I mean, come on. I mean, I don't, I don't even have enough time to list all the ways that things could go wrong in the childhood nest, all the different ways that children can get damaged and um, be unseen and unheard and uncared for and unloved and the ways that they can be hurt and brutalized and violenced against. And like, it's just so many things, right? Uh, not everybody grew up with like a father bird and a mama bird or, or just anybody in the vicinity that gave a shit about them. And there's just so much, there's just so much. And so when I started thinking about this work that I do as a spiritual mentor, one of the things that's really important is that I always uh, hold a safe space and a safe container. Because if you don't have safety, if you don't have a level of confidence, like if, if people don't have a level of confidence and trust in me, that, that, that they're in a safe or sacred or sanctified space, there's no trust there. And if there's no trust, then healing actually can't happen. And my friend Marianne, who... Um, I had her on the show. If you didn't listen to that episode yet, go check it out. Marianne C., who's an intuitive teacher and healer. Um, she basically says, you know, we're, we're so interested when we're doing this kind of work, uh, whether it's self-help work or spiritual work or whatever people want to call it. You know, we love to gather all the information. We love to gather all the information. Like we, we like to go out and we like to read all the books and we like to listen to the different podcasts. We want to go to that event and we want to download this and get the PDF for that. And like, oh, like right, all the stuff, the courses and the programs and all the stuff. And one of the things she said, you know, like, like all that information, like we feel like all that information will be helpful. And it is to a point. But something that Marianne said to me that really stayed with me, she said that, um, and I'm paraphrasing, but I think what she said was, uh, information doesn't heal. Information doesn't heal. Intimacy does. Information doesn't do a damn thing. <laughs> 
intimacy does. And it's in that intimacy where the love is, where the knowing is, where the closeness is, where the tenderness and the mercy and the grace is. That's where the healing takes place. And that's kind of this imagery that, um, that I have about this concept of like the nest and, and, you know, in creating a space where people you know, when, when people ask me, like, you know, who do you work with? And I always say, like, I've had this, like, little tagline that I say where it's like, you know, I work with people who have had more than their fair share of wicked hard shit happen to them. And uh, I help them to lead a life like nothing bad has ever happened. And what that means is I always say it doesn't mean that we abandon our dead. It doesn't mean that we pretend like bad things didn't happen. It's none of that. It's that even, be, even if bad things happen to you, you learn how to navigate through the world with a bunch of spiritual tools so that you can return to your natural inheritance, which is peace and happiness, to your natural state, which is love, where you're not out there just seeking for love. You actually become the love. You embody the love that you become healed so that you can also go out and um, help others to heal. And so when I was thinking about, um, you know, about wanting to create a place where um, birds, quote unquote birds, my peacocks, my fellow peacocks, you know, they can come back to the nest. They can come back to the nest where they can get their bearings again because so much that's going on in this world, you guys, just not is knocking people for a loop. I can't tell you, like I, I've been listening, like I've been listening, I've been getting messages, I've been reading people's posts, I've been reading their questions, I've been like just keeping my 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 mind in my ear. Sometimes seems like probably like my mouth is open a lot, but really my heart, my mind, and my ears and my hands are all, all, always open, and I'm always listening and trying to kind of get the. Um, you know, the pulse, the heartbeat of what's going on with the people that I love, the people that I know, the people that I serve, my brothers and sisters. And I just know that there's so much going on in the world right now. I mean, you can name it, everything from, you know, COVID to divisiveness of, of political stuff to racism, sexism, like xenophobia. I mean, there's just so much in the world that can feel like what the fuck, right? Like, what the fuck? And 2020 has been no joke. And I think a lot of people are feeling a little discombobulated and a little lost. And they feel like their wings are just tired, man. I think people are just tired. Now, I'm not saying everybody. There are some people that are very energized right now. Like me right now, like I feel like I'm in like, there's a lot of creativity. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of calls to be helpful in some way. But like, that's my nature, right? So I'm not saying it's true for everybody. I always, I always reserve the right to say, look, this may not apply to you, but it might apply to you that you're feeling really tired. And so I love this idea of creating a safe place where people can come back to the nest to get their bearings, to find their true north again, to grow stronger wings. And that's one of the things about, um, um, about how I operate and, and the teachers that I've had in my life and how I am like in many ways, you know, following in their footsteps. It's like, you know, I, I've always said this, like, I am nobody's guru. I am nobody's friggin' savior. Like I, I'm just an, I am just another person on the path who went out and did some things and learned some things and survived some things and came through pretty strong and is now trying to turn back around and, and be helpful. But I'm not looking, like I'm not that interested in having a bunch of followers. And let me say this, right? Like, let me, let me let, let this like drop in for a second. I understand in the world of social media 
and uh, followers and fans and quote unquote friends and all that stuff. I'm not saying it like that. Of course, I want people following my content. Of course, I want people listening to the podcast. Of course, I want people coming to the retreats and coming to the events and signing up for one to one mentoring and doing the courses. Yes, but not so that they can become a fan of me, so that they become a follower of me. It's so I always say, you know, don't fall in love with the pointer, fall in love with what we're pointing to. And if you happen to like me, if you happen to like my personality or feel an affinity towards me or, or like, yeah, she's my people. Awesome. I love that. I embrace you. Welcome home, my brother and sister. But I'm more interested in creating leaders, not me creating them, but cultivating an experience where people can get their own wings. And I kind of think of it like this, like, um, you know, let's come together to build, to build a better nest. Let's come together to build a better nest because the world needs these safe places, these safe spiritual spots where people can come and find other peacocks, find other birds, find other people who are speaking their language, that spiritual community, that spiritual um, connection right? That place where they have, as, as I, I said in a couple of episodes ago, you know, my meditation teacher, Ashwaran, talks about it like, you know, when you're doing spiritual work, when you're doing stuff to transform yourself, to get unstuck, to get out of your own fucking way, to stop doing the bullshit stuff that you've been doing that's been keeping you sad and sick and stuck and separate and feeling sinful and stupid and all that stuff, all the ways, all the ways that we clip our own wings, you know, when you're trying to do the work to knock that shit off, right? He calls it like you're going against the grain. You are swimming against your own ego conditioning. You are swimming against the conditioning of the world. And he said, and when you're trying to do that, it's like a salmon who swims upstream against the tide, against the current of what is, because you're trying to move towards what's possible. And he said, and when you're doing that work, you want to have wicked, well, he didn't say wicked, but you want to have wicked, strong swimmers alongside of you. And you want to have a leader who's not going to quit, who's not going to tuck up or tire out or give up. And so that's how I envision when we're building this nest. And whether it's the nest of mine, like the membership that you come and join, or I'm talking about in your own life, are you building a nest? for yourself, for your friends, your loved ones, for your family, for your children. If you're a, if you're a fur, like me, you're a furry, furry kid mom, are you creating a safe space where growth and healing and love and forgiveness and compassion and mercy and ownership, like a place where you feel safe enough to say, I fucked up, I made a mistake and know that you're still loved right? Do you have that kind of environment in your life? And it's fascinating because it's not only trying to build a better nest for ours, for us. We want to be able to then go back out. This is my whole piece about how I want to have fellow leaders. I want to create a space where other people start to step into their own power so they can also in their own homes, neighborhoods, communities, cities, countries, whatever, build better nests for other people too that we're not just looking after and feeding our own baby birds, that we start to understand the connectedness, the, the, the wholeness, the unity, the oneness, the perfect oneness of us all. And so I was talking to a friend the other day, a new friend, and he's a powerful dude. And um, 
and we were just, you know, talking and I was, I was telling him how there's this really funny, funny meme, this picture that I love that cracks me up. And, uh, it, you know, it's probably not going to be funny to many of you. <laughs> so I probably, you know, but basically it's just a picture. There's a reason why it's funny to me, but it's a picture of like Jesus standing at this door and it's a big wooden door and he's like knocking on it. And it's like, knock, knock. And the, other, and the person on the other side who you can't see says, who's there? And, he, and Jesus is like laughing. And he's like, it's Jesus. Like, open the damn door. Like, it's just kind of funny to me. So what I was saying to my new friend, who is a very powerful and, and bright and intelligent and creative person, you know, I said, dude, you've been called. The knock is at the door. And we were kind of talking about like where he is in his evolution, not only as a human being, but in his business and all this stuff and his spiritual work. And, and I said, you know, you've been, you know, and he, look at, he's, he's very established in who he is, but I was there in a supportive role. But I was saying to him, like, you know, the, the, the knock is at the door. But there's some fear right now around opening the door. I'm going to make my point. Stay with me. I said, there's some fear around opening the door. And I said, so who in your life? I said, they can't open the door for you. And they can't make you walk through the door. But they can stand next to you to help you face your fears in opening the damn thing. And I said to him, okay, who in your life is standing at the door with you? Who's in your corner? And it's the same thing here. It's like me saying, who is in your nest with you? Who is standing on the edge of the nest with you as you're getting ready to go out and spread your wings and fly? Who are those safe people? Those safe, um, call them, you know, compadres, friends, your people. Some people like to use the word tribe. Your, your whatever, your crew, your clan, like whatever. I call it my people, right? Who in your life is standing at the door or who is standing at the edge of your nest as you're getting ready to fly and do this thing? We should know who these people are. And I also call them, if you haven't listened to the episode, balcony people. This is the thing about the nest that I'm creating, this new membership that I'm so excited about. You know, and I've already invited in my, uh, my clients, the people who are like my... Uh, you know, my, my nearest and dearest, the people who have invested in working with me, the people who have done time, have gotten some skin in the game, right? So they've been invited in and then I'm going to open this up gradually um, for other people to come and join us. And you want to have quality flyers, right? Whether it's strong swimmers or who's standing in, you know, uh, at the door with you or who's in the nest with you, you want to have quality people. You want to build a nest that is strong and sturdy. You know, I think of the three little pigs. It's like, and she huffed and she puffed and she blew your house in. You don't want, you want to build a house. You want to build a house that is sturdy and stable and fucking strong. And you want to build it on rock and not on sand. You want to have that strength. You know, in A Course in Miracles, there's a quote that I love, that I love. And it says this, who would attempt to fly with the tiny wings of a sparrow when the mighty power of an eagle has been given to him. I'm going to say this again. Who would attempt to fly with the tiny wings of a sparrow when the mighty power of an eagle has been given to him? And yet we do it all the time. We try to fly with these old conditioned beliefs, this old bullshit, these old stories, these old wounds, that old damage, that stuff that happened in the original nest. And we keep taking it forward. We just try to like rearrange it so it looks prettier. Like I'll slap some paint on that. I'll put a bandaid, some duct tape. I'll duct tape that shit. It's like, it's not working anymore. 
right? But you have within you the mighty wings of an eagle. But we're over there trying to flap it all out with the tiny wings of the, of the, of the ego. And clearly that's not happening. So this is both. I hope you're listening to this and I hope you can identify where the nest is in your life and who's in the nest. Who are those people? Your balcony people who celebrate you, who see you, who uh, support you, who cheer you on, who are happy for your dreams, who hold the vision of you for you. And that's one of the great things that a mentor does, right? In my position as quote unquote, the leader of the nest, right? In that position, I hold the strength and the vision of you for you until you are ready to take it for yourself. So it's a respite, you know, it's a place where you can come. And I have this great vision of what could be possible you know, in the nest. And, and I'm hesitant to even like say any of the details because it could all change. But I envision, you know, like just incredible community, incredible community, smart people, good people, decent people, you know, people who are doing the fucking work. Because I always say I don't suffer any fools, right? Like I have no interest in inviting people into this experience who are just going to <laughs> mope and complain and be stuck in victim mode. It's not about that. We're building stronger wings and we're building stronger nests and we're becoming, we are becoming, right? The powerful, like, I'm, I'm like, you are a motherfucking peacock. Like, do not forget this. No more tucking the tail feathers. No more, no more clipping the wings, right? We're preparing, we're preparing to come together so that we can um, have a steady place, you know, so that I always say, like, as long as you are human, like people are like, well, KK, you know, and this happens often, like people come to work with me one-on-one in a very intense and intimate way because intimacy is the healer, right? Uh, but when the time, when the end of our time comes, I kept not having a place to put them. I'm like, I didn't have anything. And it kind of just felt like, okay, so the birds were leaving the nest, but they were like, but what if I get tired? Like, what if I want to come back? And I'm like, oh, we'd figure it, we'll figure it out. And it just occurred to me like, no, I got to create the damn thing. It's on me, right? So I was like, yes, I'm going to create this safe place where these people who have worked with me or maybe people who have been to retreats or longtime yoga students or people who know enough about this work and my language and my lingo and where I'm coming from and they want to be a part of something greater than themselves. They want to be a part of this membership to grow something. And I was like, oh, I need to create a place where the birds can come back to the nest, where they can continue their journey. Because so much, you guys, so if you're listening to this and you're somebody who creates courses or creates programs, or you're somebody who takes online programs or invests in programs or whatever the thing is, when you do a course or when you take a program, usually the pace of that is fast and strong and deep. It's like boom, boom, boom. It's like sometimes you're like getting fire hose, but that's, that's what a course does. A course tells you how and what to do, and it happens fast. But then we need time to implement. We need time to integrate. We need time to grow into it, to find our voice, to get our feet underneath us, to actually start to live it and to practice it and to embody it, whatever the it was. In my case, it's spiritual toolkit stuff, right? It's like getting these things, these, these big spiritual concepts, and how do I bring them down to earth and start to live them in a practical way? And so the nest is a continuation. It's a place where we can integrate and implement everything that we've been learning, all the information we've been collecting. We now get to have true intimacy with it and start to live it and breathe it and embody it and be it and take it to others. 
because here's the deal, right? I'm like, yeah, I want to create something where I can be in people's lives and help people and communicate with people and, and have that, you know, spiritual community and have that close connection and, and uh, the convenience of having all the stuff in one place, like all this stuff. And I was like, I want it to be in an ongoing basis because here's what I know to be true. Being human is a fucking ongoing problem. Okay. Being human is an ongoing problem. And as long as you are alive and in a body and in relationships with other people and in this world, you are going to keep bumping up against these lessons, these trials, these difficulties and challenges and these button pushes. And you're going to get in buttons and sometimes you're going to heal a thing. You're going to be like, oh my God, your story to your glory, KK. I'm starting to feel like I'm a little more in my glory. And then boom, something happens. Somebody you love dies or be betrays you or there's a death or a divorce or there's a diagnosis or there's a disappointment there's a situation as long as we're alive we're gonna need a nest and whether you come and join mine or you create your own with the people who are close to you i encourage you to know who is standing with you who are your safe people who is holding the vision for you and with you and celebrating you when you fly and not trying to hold you down or hold you back or keep you small or keep you stuck or put you in a fucking box of their own making. No more wing clipping. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I want you to think about that, right? So maybe you didn't grow up. I'm going to recap a little bit. Maybe you didn't grow up with the best nest, right? Your first nest, your childhood nest may not have been safe or supportive or, um, spiritual in any way. Not a lot of like, uh, you can do it, kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sometimes we didn't get enough of what we needed. And sometimes we need safe places where we can, uh, you know, take refuge and where we can come back and we can build a stronger nest. We can get our bearings. We can grow stronger wings. We can take a rest. And we have to remember that we have the mighty wings, the mighty wings. That you are a peacock. And to, to, to roost, to roost, to come home to other peacocks who see you and celebrate you and think you're beautiful and, and, and who encourage you to spread your, man, you, <laughs> it's priceless. Like you cannot pay for that. Like it is, I mean, you can, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like priceless. So we don't want to just build better nests for ourselves. We want to start to build better nests for others as well. You want to get really, really, really clear who is who is standing with me on the edge of the nest as I'm getting ready to fly? Who are the people? They can't push us out of the nest. They can't make us use our wings, but they can cheerlead us and they are our safe place and they see things in us that we can't see for ourselves. And, and that is the great job of the Menta is we hold the vision. We hold the space. We create the nest. So our birds, our birds can find what they need to fly and to continue to be a place where they can come home to. So that's what I've got for you today. So here's what I'm going to offer to you. Uh, if you're hearing this, if you hear the sound of my voice right now, <laughs> there's a few more days to become a founding member of the nest. And what a founding member does is you create the foundation of this thing. This is the first time I've ever offered anything like this before. And I also, given what's going on in the world, and, and let me just say this, this isn't a pivot for me. You know, right now, uh, with the way that the world is, a lot of businesses are, quote unquote, having to pivot. They're having to go online and pivot. I've been online for years and years and years. This isn't a pivot for me. 
this was something that, uh, you know, these questions kept coming to me and I've been, I've been rolling around with this idea for a while. It's been rattling around in my head, like how can I keep supporting people in my life who have already worked with me and need a safe nest? And then it was like, well, how can I create something where maybe people who haven't worked one-to-one with me, but have worked with me enough, whether it was through yoga or retreats or programs or heard me speak or what, like they're in my world, right? My podcast listeners, how can I create something that was going to be helpful, bring value? I always say I want it to be educational. I want it to elevate. So I say educate, elevate, enlighten, entertain, make it easy, make it effective. Let's get some damn results. And given how things are right now, if you read my post the other day on my Facebook page, just go back and I was talking about, it's not enough anymore to like stand around and say, oh, this is so awful. We have to do something about the damn awfulness. And so I want to bring people together, smart people. And I'm thinking about like, you know, having like guest experts come into my group, socially aware, socially active people, spiritually fucking smart people, right? Not just me to give you kind of exposure to people, uh, my friends, my smarty pants friends right? To have some training modules. And, and again, these are all just ideas. It's all just ideas right now. But if, you know, it's like maybe some laser coaching or hot seat opportunities or Facebook live Q and A's, like, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. I just have a vision and I want the people who want to build the nest with me to be a founding member, to help me create the foundation. So if you're hearing this, Okay, I think it's Sunday, June, blah, blah, blah. And let me say this too. A lot of podcast people, I don't follow the rules. <laughs> a lot of podcast people are like, don't put dates on things. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So Sunday, June 7th, 2020, the cat closes to become a founding member. And uh, once this sucker ends, nobody gets in the back door. There's no like secret squirrel, secret chipmunk, <laughs> secret rabbit backdoor deals. Once this sucker closes, it's closing. And I'm not going to open it up again for a while because we're building it. And when I do open it up, I'll tell you this, the price is probably going to double. So I'm doing a really, really, really good deal right now. So I'll be posting about this online. If you're not on my email newsletter list yet, go and get on that sucker. If you're one of my podcast listeners who is not also in my world on my newsletter list, this is your chance. Just go to my website, Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y.com, KarenKenny.com forward slash freebie. Get on my list. Get your email in my life so that you can get the announcements of this kind of stuff. So, you know, if you don't follow me yet on Instagram or Facebook, do it. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, you're not on any of those things and you definitely want to make sure that you get this, send me an email directly. Either send me a direct message on social media, go to my website, there's a contact form, or send me an email, karen at karenkenny.com, and I'll make sure to send it to you. But if you're hearing this on Thursday, like I said, this suck is shutting down on Sunday, June 7th. Um, and I don't know when I'm going to open again. And when I open it again, the price will probably double. So this is my offering from my hat to yours. This isn't something that got created out of uh, like, oh, some sort of COVID pivot, whatever. This was just me going like, hey, spiritual team on the job. They dropped a wicked good idea in my head. 
and I've sat with it and I've sat with it. And I even invested, I, I care so much about making this an awesome program. I invested in a program just on membership so I could do this in a smart way and in a, in a powerful way, in an effective way. Because <clears throat> I want people to get results from this. I want people to feel like a deep connection from this. I want them to learn tools and to implement it and integrate it. To not, enough of the talking, enough of the talk and the talk of spiritual stuff. We're going to go deep. This is about walking the walk. This is about getting some skin in the game and doing the damn work. <laughs> and I know a lot of you are already doing the work, but you want to be doing it with other strong flyers, right? Instead of swimmers, we could say other strong. You want to be with your peacocks, man. So if this resonates with your heart at all, that's the call to action. Hit me up. Let's get connected. And uh, we'll invite you in. We'll invite you in to the nest. All right, you guys, I love you. Uh, can you see how, if you're watching this, I'm like so, getting so sweaty. Oh my God. Um, I love you and I celebrate you and I appreciate you and I hear you. And uh, wherever you go, wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>